On this week's episode, Alan and I will be discussing this year's Youth Nationals event, including interviews with the weekend's biggest winners. We hope you enjoy. You're listening to the UKC Hunting Ops podcast, celebrating hunting dog heritage, competition, and community. United Kennel Club has been the hunting dog sports home for coonhounds, beagles, retrievers, pointers, cur feist, and more for over 125 years. This podcast is fueled by Yukonuba, the official performance dog nutrition partner of UKC. Welcome back to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast. This is Trevor Wade. I'm hosting today, and I'm joined by Alan Gingrich. How are you doing today, Alan? Same as always. Very good. <laughs> Very good. You're always in a good mood <laughs> down here. What am I here. supposed to say, Trevor? I just want you to be honest with everybody. <laughs> okay. If you're having a bad day, this is a good place to air it out. Yeah, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's no, fun. Actually, I'm ha- having a good day. Yeah. Having a good day. I always say that it, we're going to talk youth nationals today, uh, as you guys have probably guessed by seeing the title of it and the intro and everything. But uh, it's always kind of, it always refreshes me going there. And, you know, you can kind of get slugged down during the April travel season and kind of just be tired of coon hunting really for a little bit. And then when you get here and all the kids are excited and they're having fun playing football all day and hunting all night and they come strutting in to get their wind pitchers, it kind of just, rejuvenate you a little bit in a lot of in a lot of ways that's very true i used to think the same things you know uh you know sometimes we hear all oh, the sport is dying and this and that you know and then you come back from youth nationals and you just just get a different feel about things you know and and you're right it just seems so far from that yeah you know this, i think this year just uh, there was no issues at all and it just makes for a real fun weekend and there's hardly ever any issues at, at a, these big youth events but and i've heard so many good things too you know, from the, uh, just everything, yeah. you know, the, uh, the show that you had the seminar Saturday, what, uh, Kayla Cooper did, yeah. uh, every, I just heard a lot of good, a lot of good reports about it. Yeah. And we're going to dig into a lot of that today. Yeah. So, um, I guess we might as well, and we've got a few interview, uh, interviews today that are going to be fun that I talked to the four big winners yeah. of the weekend. So it's going to be kind of a fun, the one girl you mentioned today. was a, was a superstar in the interview I hear. So I can't, uh, can't wait to hear that. That's right. You're going to have to wait a little bit. You still haven't heard <laughs> it right now. So yeah, you're going to be with, with everybody else. And when you get to hear it, so, yeah. um, but Hey, let's start out with, uh, with the night hunt. Uh, that was where the whole event got started on Friday night, um, with just the night hunt. And uh, just real quick, I want to thank Jamie Estep coming all the way from Elkins, West Virginia, to be our master of hounds. Obviously, he's one of our field reps. Uh, he also does some squirrel dog stuff for you, and he's on the road a lot for us. Uh, but this is one that he actually he asked to come to Youth Nationals, and he just cares a lot about the youth of the sport. And we've talked about it before uh, with his son, Drew, just aging out. He's still very much invested in the youth. Being the president of the West Virginia State Association, he's made it a, a goal of his to uh, to make West Virginia's youth program uh great and he's done that so far and we'll talk about the numbers in that a little bit but man we appreciate jamie coming all the way to kentucky to to master pounds for us both nights good guy to have on our team for sure lucky to have guys like jamie yeah it was a it was a good weekend you know it was a lot of times on this last uh this third uh, weekend in july it can be very hot it can be high, up middle 90s to upper 90s and th- sometimes in the hundreds i know you've been to a couple where uh it was just flat dangerous for for kids and dogs, but uh, this weekend was real mild. Uh, yeah. It rained heading into the week, so it was it was damp outside. There was a lot of moisture, a little bit of humidity, but uh, 
uh, during the day it was uh, high 70s, low 80s, and at night it got down into the 60s, and it was a little chilly every now yeah. and then, but it was perfect for a coon hunt. Can't beat that for the end of July. No. Summertime, middle of summer, you know. And it's going to be hot. We're not always going to get that lucky, yeah. but it was a nice little reprieve from the from what is usual hap- well, uh, usually happens. At yeah, that's nationals. good. That's good. And on Friday, we ended up having 53 kids coming in her. Um, uh, the breakdown real quick, 39 boys and 14 girls uh, represented there in the 53 entries and 12 different states. I thought that was interesting. I always like looking at that. Of course, the bulk of them came from Kentucky, 21. That was a leading state, 21 right there. But that still leaves a lot of entries left from other parts of the country. Uh, and a couple just to notate, West Virginia had nine hunt entries on Friday night. I thought that was a really strong number. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's right beside it or close by, you know. Yeah. Most people drove five, six, seven hours to get there. Um, Indiana and Pennsylvania had four each. Ohio and North Carolina, three each. And then you're talking about further away states now. Arkansas, Georgia, South Carolina with two each. Missouri, Virginia, and New Jersey with one apiece. That was the yeah. first I had seen one from New Jersey, so that was interesting. Yeah, I saw a post. The lady had posted from New Jersey that brought a that brought one of her kids down or a girl. I'm not sure if it was one of her kids or not, but uh, yeah, it looked like they were having a blast on their trip and yeah. and the whole thing. They made a big uh, made a big deal out of the whole trip. Yeah, that's that's perfect. Uh, the breakdown was 23 juniors and 30 seniors on that uh, on that night, and with the ages six through 17 were all represented. No five year olds, but six through 17, yeah. all of those were covered. We ended up with 14 casts, and of the 14 casts that went to the woods, 12 had plus point cast winners and only two dead casts. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. That can happen in the in uh, northern Indiana. Right. You have that many casts, you might have a couple dead ones every now and then, you know, but that, you can't beat that. That's good. Yeah, it's not like it's November, you know, it's yeah. there's a lot of uh, leaves and it's yeah. real thick out yeah. and it's it's hard to see a coon sometimes and, and uh, you know, only having two dead casts is, is not bad. Uh, 40 coons seen over uh, Friday night, 23 of them scored and that was a total of 1.64 coons, uh, coons scored per cast. Uh, northern Indiana in the summer, or northern Kentucky in the, the middle of the summer with uh, thick fo- foliage on. Not, not bad, bad at all. Not bad at all. Really good, actually. Uh, we talk about our top 10. Uh, let's talk about what they got before we get into some of the names and dogs that did good there. Uh, each of our top 10 placements on Friday and Saturday night ended up getting a trophy by us to commemorate their win, a Bright Eyes Light donated by Bright Eyes. Uh, we can talk about Ray Conrad and his contributions to the youth all day long. Um, he's He always sponsored this event. He donated 24 lights to this event, 10 for Friday, 10 for Saturday, and four for our Spotlight Series winners. We sure appreciate Ray. And what I, like I said in my little spiel before before the uh, before drawing cast and before the bench show, uh, remember that you know when it comes time to buy something, remember those that are supporting you. Yeah. Uh, support those that support you is a, is a something a lot of people say, and I couldn't agree with that more. Can't express that enough, you know. And those lights, I'm not sure what Ray gets for those. I'm going to say they run somewhere in the three hundred dollar range, three three and a quarter, three and a half. But uh, Two nights, you know, times ten or times twenty for that. That's quite a bit that he puts out there. And really, for every all of the kids to win that much, placing you know all the way through tenth to get that package, a three hundred dollar light, uh, fifty dollars from the state association, the Kentucky Houndsman. There's four hundred bucks. You know, that's you can't. That's pretty good. Pretty good value. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good value. Yeah. And like like you said, yeah, uh, the Kentucky Houndsman Association. Doug Johnson was there both days, and he kept bringing me just stacks of Cabela's fifty dollar gift cards yeah. to hand out to kids. Give it to these kids. Give it to these kids. So man, we sure appreciate the Kentucky Houndsman Association yeah. and for I stepping you, up and doing that. Yeah, and I know you wanted to sit down with Doug and, and kind of find the time, to get him on the podcast. Maybe that didn't really work out for you or whatever, but uh, maybe someday we'll get the opportunity to do that. But a huge thanks to the uh, Kentucky Houndsman Association for their support of our youth nas- or, uh, nationals, for sure. Absolutely. 
well, hey, we thought this is a pretty good platform. You know, we have uh, full results posted on our forums and on our website. But, hey, this is another avenue to uh, to highlight the winners yeah. and recognize the winners of the weekend. So let's kind of do that real quick. Uh, Friday night, and I don't know, do you kind of want to alternate dogs here? And we Doesn't can matter. Run well, however you want to do it. You I'll got start, a list here. Yeah, I'll start yeah. out with first place here. Uh, first place Friday night was Riley Cundiff handling night champion crashes. Kentucky Blue Rambo, a blue tick owned by Tyler Nally and Daniel Donahue of Kentucky. He had 400-plus. Blue tick wins it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and second place, Jacob Miller handling Neosho River Sioux. That's a treeing walker that's owned by Larry Weishon and Gary Gammon of North Carolina. Scored 375-plus. Third place was Clayton Sims handling uh, Southern Style Crazy, a tree and walker owned by Daniel Donahue and Josh Sims of Kentucky. 350-plus. Uh, 275-plus for Logan Dillon placing fourth, handling night champion late-night tricks. That's a treeing walker that's owned by Matthew Russ of Kentucky. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but uh, here's a name that we're going to be saying a lot here. Fifth place, Miss Brooke Sneed handling Grand Night Champion 2, no-name Epp. Trian Walker owned by her dad, Daniel Sneed, and they're from North Carolina. She had two and a quarter on Friday night. Sixth place also had two and a quarter. That was Chase Chesser handling Metcalf's Little Jimmy. That's a blue tick owned by Richard Wayne Smith of Kentucky. Seventh place is Miss Dixie Manns. Uh, she was handling Grand Night Champion 3, Ice Cold Dirty Cricket, owned by her father, Chad Manns of West Virginia, 200 plus. Probably going to hear Dixie's name again uh, a couple times here in this podcast. Good for her. Eighth place scored. Uh, 175 plus, that was Mason Ammons handling Grand Night Champion 2, Champion PR Midnight, two-time Bella HTX. Dog is owned by Blake Ammons and Andy Mathis of Kentucky. Ninth place, we had Josh Ashley handling Full Throttle Tootsie Row, and that's a tree and walker owned by his dad, James Ashley of Kentucky, at 175 plus. And then last but not least, in 10th place, Alice Russell handled Night Champion PR Hope We Go, a tree and walker owned by Tristan Jackson of Kentucky, 100 plus to place 10th. Yeah, we had two other cast winners. So, real quick, I'll just say Brady Clark handling Wild Thing Blaze uh, had 75 plus. And then Easton Kissamore handling Nathan's Green Mountain Willie had 75 plus both. So, congratulations to all the cast winners. It's a it's not easy to win your cast yeah. of these things. So, congratulations yeah. to all those guys. Yeah. Sure. Shifting into Saturday night, um, you know, we had we knew who our uh, single cast winners were at that point, but there was still a lot to be determined. Um, and on Saturday night, well, hey, let's talk real quick before I do that. Let's talk about some of the things to be determined here. Um, we're, we're looking for double cast winners in the junior division. The highest scoring double cast winner was going to be our junior division national champion. We're looking to fill out an entire final cast for our senior division, but four dogs. Uh, first double cast winners get in, and then single cast high scores if we don't have enough, do- enough double cast winners. But also I want to point out a couple of associations that brought high scoring dog and breed trophies. Um, there was uh, uh, Philip King with the English Association, brought a high scoring English trophy. And then Josh Renfro. I don't know if you've worked with him much, but he's kind of stepped in. He's the new Philip Heron of the Black and Tan Association. And you know how involved the Black and Tan Association is in the youth. He showed up with a whole truckload of trophies, but it turned out he had been working also with other associations. So he brought uh, trophies for the American Black, the high scoring Black and Tan, male and female. He brought uh, trophies for the high scoring Blue Tick, male and female, that the BBCHA had donated. And also a high scoring uh, male and female from the National Redbone Association. Uh, did that so yeah. or the breeds uh, were giving out trophies to high scoring dogs that weekend so. yeah you're right the black and tan association has supported this program from day one philip heron did a whole lot for it but it's good to see some of the other associations also following suit i know the treeing walker association has been behind them the last several years as well so absolutely good to see this yeah 
uh, Saturday. You know, sometimes you think Saturday is going to, the entries may drop off a little bit, but we still had 53 entries on Saturday night. It's interesting. Yeah. I think we had five or six uh, that didn't show up on Saturday that hunted on Friday. So five and six, you know, showed up that weren't there the night before, but uh, ended up being the same. Uh, breakdown pretty close to the night before, 40, 40 guys and 13 gals. And actually 13 states represented on Saturday with, again, uh, kind of the same same breakdown as last time. Kentucky mm-hmm. leading the way, West Virginia right there on its heels, Indiana, Pennsylvania, North Carolina kind of coming in after that. So mm-hmm. uh, 21 juniors and 32 seniors went to the woods on Saturday night. And you split them up by senior and juniors. Juniors draw out together uh, with other junior kids and seniors the same way. That's right. And uh, and when you we uh, added all the casts together, we got end up getting 14 casts. And on Saturday night, uh, hunting wasn't as good. Didn't look like by the scores, but we still had 11-plus point cast winners and only three dead casts. Yeah, still not bad. And I'm thinking at least one of the dead casts tr- uh, scored on some coons, but maybe uh, ran into some minus or, or yeah. what have you. But yeah. uh, there were coons seen on, I think, 12 of the 14 casts again on Saturday night. Um, that led to our – that's overall 31 coons seen on Saturday night with 22 coons being scored, and that's just right at 1.57 coons scored per cast. And now we can get into our top 10 for Saturday night. Um, first place Saturday night was Hayden Bartram. Uh, he was handling a dog named Money Pit that's owned by Ed Casper of Ohio. He had 400 plus. Yeah. Ed's always had good dogs. So I'm not surprised. Uh, second place, Sydney Davis handled night champion Davis's dialed in Liz. That's a treeing walker owned by Brian Davis of Missouri. Scored 350 plus. Third place was Caleb Black. He was handling champion Grand Night Champion 2 Bad Boy Buck HDX. A tree and walker owned by Josh Artman and Steve Whittington of Ohio, and he had two and a quarter. Fourth place was Dixie Mans again from uh, West Virginia, handling uh, Grand Night Champion 3 PR Ice Cold Dirty Cricket. Tree and walker owned by her father, Chad Mans, two and a quarter plus. So that's a double cast winner for you. Here's yep. Alice Russell, also a double cast winner. She was handling Night Champion Hope We Go, a tree and walker owned by Tristan Jackson, 225 on Saturday night. Uh, sixth place was Jacob Black, again handling Grand Night Champion DeVentures Black Angel, a treeing walker owned by Lucas Black of Pennsylvania, scored 212 and a half. Aubrey Chesser came in seventh with Champion Grand Night Champion Neosho River Sid HTX, owned by Joshua Chesser, and she had 200 plus. With 175, Josh Ashley placed eighth, handling Country's Big Nasty, and that's a blue tick owned by Brian Adams of Kentucky. Yeah, I got Brooke again here. Brooke Sneed, Grand Night Champion 2, No Name Ep. That duo put up 175-plus, and that was good enough for ninth place on Saturday night. Uh, with a score of 175 uh, for 10th place, Logan Dillon handling Night Champion Late Night Tricks. Again, Treeing Walker owned by Matthew Russ of Kentucky. And then just real quick, we had one that uh, missed on the placements, uh, but Colton Rorvik, uh, a familiar name for most people who keep up with our youth circuit, got a cast win with Wipeout Bull. Owned by Jeremy Qualls and Hayden Qualls. He had a hunter and a quarter. And uh, the biggest thing, I think, Bryce Matthews, he was tickled that uh, Colton finished him out tonight, champion, and qualified him for the TOC this year with this win. So Perfect. I saw they had been posting some pictures, too, leading up to the Youth Nationals where Bryce had been out hunting with the boys, and they did their little Youth Nationals dance around the (laughs) – The Youth Nationals shuffle, I think they called it. Yeah. Yeah, there we go, a little shuffling, actually. I didn't see any there, but maybe – yeah. That was what was missing. Hey, congratulations to each one of those kids that plays Friday and Saturday night. Good job, everyone. Yeah. So, hey, let's get into our first big winner of the weekend that we're going to talk about. So, as we uh, as the cast rolled in, we got all our senior division folks in. We were able to figure out who the final four was and get them back out in the woods uh, that way. 
they could get their hunt in and not stay out all night. I still had to wait on a couple of junior division casts, and when those got in, we were able to uh, do our top 10 awards and then crown our uh, junior division youth national champion. Uh, we had two double cast winners. Um, Alice Russell ended up with 325 combined over the two nights, but uh, just barely edging her out with 350 combined over the two nights was Josh Ashley of Upton, Kentucky. Um, on Friday night, he won his cast and he got ninth place with a dog named Full Throttle Tootsie Roll. Uh, funny thing about this is on Saturday morning, he comes in to get a picture taken for the win and she was at came in heat uh, oh. that morning. So he had to quickly shift gears. He found a, a backup dog, uh, a young blue tick dog named Country's Big Nasty is what we call him in our system, but they called him Country's Bumpkin. Mm. I don't know if maybe they haven't transferred the paperwork over or what at this point, but Ended up winning his cast with him as well. I guess it was just his weekend. He got eighth place on Saturday night with uh, Bumpkin with 175 plus, and his uh, 350 was enough to win him the national championship. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, that's a young young boy. I've never never had the opportunity to meet or anything, but uh, yeah, it looked like he worked pretty hard. Sounds like he worked pretty hard uh, and prepared for this hunt, you know. So and it turned it worked out good for him. Yeah, I think Upton, Kentucky's not very far from there. Uh, so he was, he's a local kid. Him and his, he has an older brother. I think uh, Josh is 12 and his brother is 14. And they hunt a lot with their dad. And they say they put in their preparation and they're hunting in, in cast and, and growing up cast with people. And they're, they're familiar with the rules and they hunt their dogs hard. And yeah, preparation goes a long way on these yeah. and these wins. Uh, for his uh, win, Josh is has a $1,000 tuition award waiting for him once he's completed high school, which may seem like a long way away, but it'll yeah. fly. I yeah. promise you that. Yeah. Uh, he also got a national championship trophy, and he's going to get an embroidered jacket. We put those on order yesterday, so he'll be getting those uh, here in the next month, you would think. And uh, I got a chance to talk with him a little bit. You know, it's late, and I took him out uh, to a quiet place outside, and we were able to to do a, conduct a little interview and, and get to know Josh a little bit and what happened. And uh, we're going to play a clip of his interview right now. Hey y'all, this is Trevor coming back from uh, Saturday night here at Youth Nationals and we just got done getting all our cast in from our Saturday night hunt and I'm uh, sitting here with our junior division youth national champion, Mr. Josh Ashley. How you doing today, Josh? Doing good. Good, good. So uh, so you just got crowned national champion. Uh, uh, feeling pretty good right now, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Josh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Are you from around here near, uh, near Elizabethtown? About 30 minutes away. I got you. I got you. Where, what town do you live in? Upton, Kentucky. I got you. I got you. So you kind of had a, an interesting weekend, I guess. Uh, let's start out with Friday night. Friday night, what? You, you were hunting a little walker female, weren't you? Yeah, her name was Tootsie. Tootsie. Tootsie roll. That's right. And uh, tell us a little bit about your Friday night cast. What, you scored a 175, is that right? Yeah, 175. Then tonight, I scored 175. Yeah, so 175 each night, but you kind of... You ran into a little bit of uh, a trouble there uh, this morning when you got up. I guess you're bringing Tootsie out here to to get her picture taken. You realize that she came in heat on you, huh? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I guess you you probably did a lot of prep work and and hunted with her a lot over the past few weeks, getting ready for this hunt. And you go out there and see her in heat. Uh, I I can understand. I've hunted females as well. That's a that's a pretty bad feeling. Yep. Uh, but you came in here, got your picture taken, and uh, you regrouped pretty quick. Had to go to, uh, what, option B? I guess you looked like you were hunting a blue tick dog tonight. Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about him? He's out of big country. He's a blue tick. We call him the country bumpkin. I got you. Country bumpkin. Okay. Uh, so so you talk about we. Who is that? Uh, you talking about you and your dad or your family? I see you got a brother that looks just about like you. How, how old is he? He's 14 years old. 
I got you. And uh, I was talking to some folks here around the club. You and your brother and your dad, I guess, are some of the harder hunters around. You guys enjoy going out and hunting, huh? Yep. Love it. So uh, so tonight's cast, uh, you know you you have a pretty good shot at it with already having a cast win. Were you a little nervous going into tonight's hunt, especially hunting with a, a different dog than you hunted last night? Yep. Past couple days, you've been looking like junk, but tonight, it looked pretty good. It all worked out how it was supposed to, I guess, but... Uh, yeah, so uh, so one seventy five each night had three fifty plus, and that was enough to become the youth uh, national champion here for UKC. So uh, that's a big win. A lot of people vying for that title, and and it ended up being you. Well, hey Josh, I appreciate. It. I know it's late out here tonight. We kept you out all night here hunting, but uh, I want to give you congratulations, and we appreciate you being here, and uh, good luck with everything moving forward. Thank you. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview there with uh, with Josh, uh, just a young kid. And he's got a he's got a big future ahead of him. Yeah, congratulations, good job too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, like I talked about, we had already sent out the senior division final cast at this point. They're still in the woods when I conduct this interview. But let's talk about who made it there. Uh, the first was Logan Dillon. He's out of Kermit, West Virginia, and he was hunting a dog named Late Night Tricks, and he was able to make it to the final cast with double cast wins that totaled four hundred and fifty plus. Uh, Dixie Manns of Hart, West Virginia. You heard her men, uh, heard us mention her a couple times. Uh, she was hunting ice cold dirty cricket, double cast wins for a total of four twenty five. That punched her ticket to the final cast. You know, I'll just say this about the Manns: is they are a hunting family. Their whole ham family hunts, whether it's coon hunting or bear hunting or something. If they're not doing that, they're riding dirt bikes or doing something. They're always they're a very active family and do a whole lot with their dogs, and and uh, it it's showing. Absolutely, they do good no matter what event. Yeah. it seems like. Um, the third one in the final cast, Brooke Sneed of Cherryville, North Carolina. She was hunting her dad's dog, No Name Ep, um, and she was able to get double cast wins that totaled 400 plus. And we only had three double cast winners in the senior division, so our fourth dog, actually on a tiebreaker, came down to some circled tree points. And Hayden Bartram of Liberty, Indiana, made it in with a dog named Money Pit uh, with a single cast win, high score of 400 plus there on Saturday night. Yeah, so two boys and two girls in the final cast. That's right. Uh, two West Virginia dogs. I thought that was interesting. Or sorry, two West Virginia handlers, and uh, and you know everybody in the final cast is getting something. Just making it there's a big deal. Uh, there's nine thousand dollars in tuition awards. They're up for grabs. Uh, the three non-winners of this cast are going to get two thousand dollars each for their tuition afterwards, along with a nice gold club, uh, cup trophy that they got this year. And our overall winner uh, actually was going to get three thousand dollars in a tuition award, um, the national championship trophy and an embroidered jacket that we're going to be working on getting it to her after the fact. I guess I gave away a little bit of a spoiler there, yeah. but the, the Senior Division Youth National Champion ended up being Brooke Sneed of Cherryville, North Carolina. One of the, one of the ladies. That's right. After the final cast, she ended up scoring. Uh, she treated one coon. There was a couple of coons scored, but she had first strike. She got 225-plus in that hour cast, and uh, that was enough to bring home the National Championship for her and uh, Epp. Yeah, and congratulations, sir. I saw the picture that you guys or somebody took out in the field after she won it, you know, when the when she's there with her dog, the scorecard, the judges, and, and I guess maybe her dad or somebody was out there. And, man, that picture is, speaks a thousand words. Just you can tell just a happy, a happy face right there that you're looking at. Yeah, I know her. I know her. I got the, I got the chance to talk to her dad, Daniel, a little bit. And, you know, we we get to know people over phone calls. This is the first time I've ever met him in person. And, uh I bet that picture there of them in the woods on that final cast means uh, a lot to yeah. him, more than so than any other win he's ever had in his life. So, yeah. so uh, three of these four had double cast wins, so that means they got uh, each they each got two lights. 
That's right. So that was a good weekend yeah. for those kids. Good bunch of money and gift cards yeah. and a lot of goodies, and they're loaded down heading back home. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I got a chance to talk to Brooke. It, by this time, it was early, early in the morning. I think it was probably around 5 a.m. And she makes was, for a long night. It does. But she was bright and cheerful, and she was fired up, and it was a fun interview. So I hope you enjoy this interview with Brooke. All right, guys, and we're here with our last national champion of the weekend. Uh, we're here almost 5 a.m. on Sunday morning. And we just crowned our senior division national champion, and it's Miss Brooke Sneed. How you doing, Brooke? I'm doing good. Yeah, so you just brought home the national championship. Um, how you feeling? Uh, very proud. Yeah. Excited. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, what, let's let's start with you. When, when did you get started in hunting? Um, I was about ten years old. I got started hunting strong with my dad. Okay. Okay. And your dad is. 36. Well, I mean, is he, his name's Daniel, yeah, right? Daniel I, I got you. And you guys are from over on the East Coast somewhere, right? Yeah, North Carolina. North Carolina. I got you. So you had a little bit of a drive to come here. Yeah. I got you. How long have you been competing with hounds now? Um, Probably just a year. Has right. It been long? Just started doing it recently, huh? Yeah. Do you like it so far? I love it. Gotcha. So uh, tell us a little about a, bit, a little about the dog you're hunting this weekend. Um, I, na- I hunted um my dad's dog, no name Ep. He's two years old. Um, he likes to go deep. <laughs> he decided to swim some this weekend, so we had to cross a big river. But um, he's a big baby. Love him to death. I got you. Have you guys had him since he was a pup? Or? Yeah. Okay. We got him when he was six weeks. I got you. So you kind of got a bond with him more yeah. than just hunting, huh? Yeah. He's a part of the family. So so you uh, so you doubled up this weekend. Yeah. You started out with the cast win on Friday night. Do you remember any details from your cast on Friday? Um. Friday, it was a three-dog cast, and um, I got first strike, first tree um, on both recuts. He'd swim both times. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard nightmares. I've heard stories of the of the cast swimming the river a couple yep. times, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, what did you end up scoring out? Um, 225 on Friday night. Okay, 225 on Friday night. So going into Saturday night, you you have to win Friday night, and usually yep. in order to make it yep. to the final cast. So you had to feel good about that. Were yeah. you were you more nervous on Friday or more nervous on Saturday, knowing that you were a cast went away from getting in the final cast? Definitely Saturday. It was a lot of pressure. Yeah. How did your cast? How did your early round cast go tonight? It went very well. Um, I got a third strike and then first tree, um, which pulled me out really good, and I had one seventy five. I got you. So you ended up with double cast when you're one of three dogs that got double cast wins in the junior, in the senior division, and uh, that put you in the final cast. And final cast was tough. You had a, a tough cast of dogs. I think uh, uh, some hard hunters and and yeah. a lot of people would be familiar with some of the dogs on your cast. Uh, tell us a little bit about how the final cast went. Um, it went really well. I got first strike, um, and then got treated in towards the end of the hunt for one twenty five. And that's all you needed, huh? Yep. That's right. The coon in an hour, that's what it takes. So, well, perfect. So, uh, so what are you thinking? Are you kind of uh, hooked on the competition stuff now, even though you just got into it the past six or seven months? Are you yes, pretty hooked on it? I am. A good deal. Alan, we both had Dr. Pathfinder 2s now for a little while. What do you think about yours? I'm liking mine. One of the things I had the opportunity to now download a map of an area where I did not have service, and I've used it there, and it has worked flawlessly. I love it. Yeah, I love the crystal clear maps. I love that I never lose reception on my dog's collars anymore. Highly recommended by me as well. Dogtra Pathfinder 2, the official GPS collar partner of UKC.
Yeah, I hope you enjoyed that interview there with Brooks and Nate as well. Yeah, uh, congratulations again to her. Good job. I'm sure this is going to be a national championship she'll remember for a long time. Absolutely, it will. Um, Something well, hey, to tell her kids and her grandkids. Absolutely. Grandma yeah. won the national championship. <laughs> Still have the trophy and the jacket yeah. to prove it. Yeah. yeah. But and hey, a podcast where we talked about it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Go back and listen to the podcast. Yeah. Well, let's shift gears to the Ben Show now. We've kind of ran down our, our whole night hunt segment of what happened there. It was a fun night hunt. Very few issues at all. And uh, the Ben Show went really well as well. Um, this year we made one change. We pushed stuff back a little bit. Um, you know, a lot of times... I don't know. We the heat of the day in the middle of the day uh, kind of gets bogged down. This probably wouldn't have been the same this year with some of the good weather that we had, but we ended up pushing the bench show out of the way in case people wanted to stay in or do something earlier in the day. I think it kind of worked out. Um, the bench show seminar started at two at uh, two o'clock, two p.m., um, and we had a great crowd there for the seminar already. Um, we had the hunt kids come in and get their pictures from the night before at one, so we kind of got them there. Yeah. and that was hoping they would stay and listen to the seminar. Well, we want to have a little bit of crossover there. Yeah. And uh, and let's talk about uh, the seminar and Kayla Cooper a little bit. She came all the way up from Billingsley, Alabama to judge our show for us because I've been having some conversations with her. You know, she's, a, she's a big part of the Alabama State Association. They have a great youth event down there in Alabama every year, actually a couple of them. And uh, it made a lot of sense to get her here. I know she's a good judge, but she's really knowledgeable about dogs in a lot of different aspects you're exactly right that's what i was going to say and i don't think i don't know any lady that does more with her dogs than does kayla cooper yeah i think does it's a, her job i think I she does I, something for a living where she trains people's dogs and takes care of them and things like that I, she does a lot with them and, and she's earned so much knowledge over the years i don't know how old she is she's younger than i am i think but she is a very very knowledgeable lady for sure I say this was the most, and and like I said, I think the time shift had a little bit to do with it, but this was the most packed the building's been for a seminar yet, and it was a good one to be packed for. I've definitely sat through some good seminars. Yep. Uh, we've had some really good ones. Yep. We've had some really good ones. Yep. Ours was more uh, less of like a presentation, uh, like a, a little like, more interactive, a little maybe more interactive. Yeah. And she said beforehand that was going to be a big part of it, and I. I was a little nervous myself because she asked, you know, you think the the kids will be interactive, and then sometimes they're just not. Yeah. You know, sometimes you'll get into a room where kids don't want to participate. Maybe they're a little gun shy or nervous. But she asked her very first question. What she did is she had her red bone there. She was calling her Ridge, a female named Ridge, a red bone female, and she had uh, uh, Velcro spots on her. I saw the pictures all over of her, that all over her uh, different uh, all, all different parts of her body, and she had a bunch of note cards there with Velcro on the back of them. And uh, she was going to have, she was going to call out a body part, raise your hand. Uh, you get to come up. You got to put the note card in the right spot. And if you got it right, you got a Rice Krispie treat. So <laughs> it was a pretty good deal. It <laughs> yeah. was a pretty good deal. Yeah. Um, so, but the, she asked the very first body, body part. And I was like, eh, people, are the kids going to be interactive or yeah. not? But hands shot up everywhere. And I was really? like, okay, we're yeah. going to run for a good yeah. time here. Yeah. yeah. And it ended up being real fun to watch. Uh, by the end of it, the dog was just covered. I'm sure yeah. we'll have some pictures of that posted on our social media platforms. But uh, well, yeah, that's good, awesome deal. That's good. And I saw pictures of that with the dog with all the little notes of the names of those body parts. But that's a good way to uh, to uh, to show all those different uh, body parts like that. Yeah, I had Nicole Nicole uh, Sedlecki with us, who's the vice president here at UKC. Mm -hmm. She was she went with me and helped put on the event and. 
Kayla just would not because she wanted so badly to get one of Rice Krispie treats. She kept raising her <laughs> hand, but she could not get called on to get up there. But uh, how about you? Did you raise your hand? No, I did not. I didn't want to get anything wrong. So yeah. I, I, if she I heard asked, you got one thing wrong, or she told you got one thing wrong. Well, I, I have a bone to pick with yeah. Kayla on that. During her little <laughs> presentation, she asked which dog won the first uh, UKC license night hunt and a plot. Yeah, no one was raising their hand, so I raised my hand because I did know, and I said plot, but she said I got it wrong, but I would have to argue yeah. that fact you, with her. You, you mentioned that. You said she thought it was a red bone that did, but I think probably what the, the first red bone that won anything in UKC was the, I think it was the night champion. Our first night champion was a red bone. Yeah. So that's probably what she had. She, Unless you misunderstood the question. I don't know. Maybe I, I wasn't did. there. I'm not the best <laughs> listener sometimes, so, but I, I got embarrassed by that, but... <laughs> Neither here nor there, but <laughs> after that, she had some uh, little mock uh, show leads. Well, that I'm she... sorry you got called out. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to be a good student and a good steward <laughs> yeah. of the sport. But... Did you get your Rice Krispie, though? No. No. If you got it wrong, you didn't get a oh, Rice Krispie. Well, yeah, there you did deserve it. <laughs> uh, but after that, she had a bunch of little show lead uh, samples that she handed out and was teaching people the, the correct procedures on putting them on by using their wrist. And I thought that was a really good idea. Yeah. Um, so she and probably a lot of things that even adults can learn from. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known how to do it. I've never, yeah. uh, dealt with the actual show leads themselves. So that was interesting yeah. to me seeing her, uh, you know, how, how she instructed to do it and the kids taking note of it. Um, after that, we took the entire uh, group of kids outside and she worked with them on some things she, uh, works on when gating, which, you know, which is a huge part of a dog show. A lot of people think it's putting your dog on a bench and, and get who can stand still yeah. the most. But a lot of that yeah. has to do with the, the form of the dog, you know, form follows function. And, and that's, that's what she is a big proponent of. And she wanted to show the, the proper way to show off a dog and to make it excel at its, at its peak and, and show off best it can. And then Gaten's a big part of that. And then she went and put the red bone out and got out a, a black lab that she had there with her and uh, talked about scent, sending a little bit, which is, you know, a little way different than any of the ones I've been to yet talking about how conditions or all the different variables that can affect scent uh, for a dog. And then all, and through, did, some, uh, did some samples of that by throwing a shed out into, into a field and letting her dog work the scent around there and retrieving yeah. it back to her. And I think it was just fun and interactive for all the kids. Good. And that's, you know, that's, that was the whole idea of having this seminar to begin with and, and uh, uh, trying to be having more educational things for the kids while we have all the kids there and it's uh, – Sounds like you said, we've had a lot of good uh, educational speakers and and had some good seminars so far. But it sounds like Kayla just did another bang up job with it mm -hmm. this year. Yep. Every every year we, we get a good judge for for the show and, and they put on a great seminar. And this yeah, was, and this you was know, no here's the thing. The kids aren't going to remember everything that was said. But if somebody clings on to a couple things, that's uh, that's all worth it. Yeah. And this shouldn't be a controversial take. But, you know, all the prizes that a, a kid comes and get is great. Yeah. Uh, get them as many good prizes as they can get and, and door prizes for being there. But what we really need to be doing is, is giving them the knowledge that they can stay with and, and helping them grow their love for the for sport. Sure. And yeah. I think yeah. things like this does yeah. that. So we had a really, really good bench show entry this year. Uh, we had 46 kids, you know how it works. Every kid can only show one dog, but so 46 individual kids entered, which was a really good number. Yeah. Um, uh, 19 boys, 27 girls. Yeah. And 13 different states represented this year. Um, Kentucky did not win that. Indiana not, had nine kids in it. Kentucky had seven. Ohio, six. Uh, five kids from West Virginia. 
And then uh, there was a, a host of different kids, uh, four or less from North Carolina, Virginia, Arkansas, Missouri, uh, Oklahoma, Tennessee, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Yeah, the way our show works, a kid can only handle one dog in the show, you know, so that's why. Yeah, and But that's a good number, 46 different kids that enter dogs. And, you know, the old days when we had just like a regular show, they could show as many as they did. We did have kids showing two, three, four dogs, you know, so that's why we had 100 dog shows back then and why the number are smaller now but we're going to get into that here in a little bit but it's another good way of of, uh, of the way we do the show yeah it's not it, just about judging the dog here yeah if if kids could show more than one dog could have easily been a hundred dog show probably yeah and i'm sure kayla talked about some of the things she's going to judge the handlers on in her seminar I, she did she really wanted to focus on anatomy and some of the different gating techniques and things like that um sportsmanship was a big deal so she was looking for all those things as well as you gotta know, your be dog. a good loser that's for sure not everybody can win that's right and uh and it ended up for a good show i uh, ended up with four like i said of the 46 entries we had 23 juniors and 23 uh seniors so it was very symmetrical yeah, yeah. um and, and made it flow really nice um you know, we have age classes, five-year-old to seven, 17 years old, yep. and you, you just show against people your age to start out with. And then if you it's were to win your age up. class, you move on to a show against the others in your division, yep. five to 12 or 13 dog, to 17. The dog does not matter. The sex, the the breed, the the title on the dog does not matter. It's just the, the classes are based on the handler's age. That's right. And uh, in each class, uh, the, the first place in each class got a nice gold cup trophy. Uh, second and third place each got a ribbon. Uh colored and, and notated uh, what their placement was in their class. So eh, it's a, it's a good deal. Uh, mm-hmm. The show was really nice. It was right there in front of the building. We had it, we had it looking good. Um, it was, like I said, it was, it was not, it was moderately, it was moderate weather. It was 80, 81 degrees, but the sun was so bright. I think the humidity was causing it to be a little hot. Yeah. So, you know, that was really the only thing we were, and you'll hear during the interviews with Brooke and uh, Hunter, they'll mention maybe the heat um, and, and that fighting their dogs a little bit on, on that maybe just a little uncomfortable but hey that's part of being a good a good showmanship and and the handler is kind of working through some of those things yeah and that's what they'll they're going to get judged on some of that how they handle that you know their dogs being maybe not uh, uh like the dog might not just stand there like it would in an air-controlled uh, building or something you know and, and uh, yeah but they get judged on that the other thing i always think is interesting about this show is you start with the younger age classes and watch how their skill levels progress as they as Absolutely. they age up. And even the eight and nine year olds anymore, you'd be surprised how good a handlers you'll see in some of those classes. Yeah, I think I said I think we'll, we'll probably get there, but I, I think the nine year olds specifically, I was kind of looking at the class and and you and when you when you've been to this event a few times, you're kind of looking towards the future. And I'm thinking, man, when this nine year old class is like fifteen or sixteen years old, yeah. whoever whoever is like judging this class is they're gonna have a tough decision. To make. Yeah. <laughs> tough hopefully all those all those uh, gals yeah, stick around yeah. and, and the people entered in but let's kind of go through them here we'll start out with the five-year-olds they were the first one in the ring and tucker dunlap of north carolina uh took first overall uh showing a dog named cedar hills chase um he was he was the only five-year-old we had but uh i got cracked up a little bit he got kind of got drug around by his dog a little bit on in the in the ring and got up there and showed it and he got his gold cup trophy but as he's walking out he looked at his dad and he said I told you I'd win. (laughs) (laughs) I like the confidence. Yeah, Yeah. congratulations to Tucker. Six-year-old classes, looks like he had two of them. uh, That's right. Uh, Your first place winner was Jackson Cable, handling Grand Knight Champ and Breaking the Bank. Uh, It's a treeing walker owned by his dad, Kevin uh, Cable Jr. and Fred Tanis of Indiana. 
Uh, second place in the six-year-olds was Madeline Brister. She was handling uh, BX5 Thinking Red Roly. Yeah. And there's six-year-olds, you know, but uh, Jackson winning that class, you know, he's showing he's showing in a lot of youth shows already, you know, and does a pretty good job. Yeah. He's one of those that several years ago, he, he'd come to all the shows with his mom, had that little slinky dog he'd put yeah. up there, you know. That's right. Yeah. You know what kind of cracks me up is going to be a little uh, dog, man. A lot, anybody, a lot of people who travel to the events know his parents, uh, Kevin and Angie. And Angie has three or four world-class show dogs that win at the world and on and breed days and state championships. And he's showing his dad's hunting dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, but hey, it worked off for so him. Whatever works for him. Yeah, congratulations, Jackson. Good job. Yeah. Our seven-year-old winner was actually our uh, U Spotlight Night Hunt winner, and that was Bryson Rhodes. Uh, came all the way from West Virginia, and he showed uh, Zach Life and Zach Bowen's Windy Ridge Breeze Dog. Eight-year-olds. Looks like he had one uh, Owen Rorick Hailing Grand Champion 2 PR Wabash River Marlboro Red. That's a red bone owned by uh, his uh, aunt, Andy, in North Carolina. Uh, so, yeah, we've seen Marlboro Red at a lot of shows, and... Uh, Nice dog for Owen to show. Congratulations to Owen. Yeah. Eight-year-old class winner. Here's a, here's the nine-year-old class I was talking about, and the winner this year was actually Kennedy King of, of Indiana. She was showing Grand Philip Champion. King's two. daughter. That's correct. Yeah. Yep. Grand Champion 2, uh, Confirmation Champion, Drake's Windstorm. That's a tree and walker owned by Beth Jenkins and Bridget Clary. So congratulations to Kennedy. Yeah, and she had a nice dog that she uh, that she was showing there. I've seen that dog quite a bit. Absolutely. She had a tough, like I said, tough class. She had to, she had to earn it. She beat out uh, second place, Paisley Warner, who was handling Howland Hill escaped Alcatraz. And third place was Emily Olinger handling Olinger's Buckeye Valley Ice Queen. So tough nine-year-old class there. Yeah. Congratulations to all of them. Paisley, Kennedy, and Emily. Uh, Ten-year-olds. First place in the ten-year-olds was Peyton Emery uh, showing uh, black and tan that she owns with her mom, Andy, named Wabash River Mountain Laurel. Peyton. Well, it turned out to be a good handler, I think, just like her mom and yeah, the rest of her I can't family. believe she's 10 years old already. You I know, know it. Andy was a, Andy, I remember when Andy and, and her sister were just little kids, seems like, you know, and now they've got kids showing. That's just so cool to me. And, you know, they were, uh, her mom shows red bones, obviously. Now here comes Peyton along showing a black and tan. So I'm not <laughs> sure what, uh, what that's all about, but she Listen. does, she's won some, uh, she's Pretty impressive little handler, too. I think Lisa Bettingfield would take credit for this. Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, second place in the 10-year-olds was Hunter Mitchell, handling Stone Nickel Dreams and Gasoline. And Aubrey Chesser was third, handling Neosho River Sid, a dog that she won a cast with. That yeah. 10-year-old class right there. Congratulations. Peyton, Hunter, and Aubrey, all three of them. Congratulations. Good job. Another tough class here in the 11-year-olds. Uh, winning the 11-year-old uh, division was Brooke Bally. She was handling Skyline Stay in Your Lane, a dog that Megan O'Connor and Beth Jenkins own. Uh, Brooke is out of Wisconsin. Yeah, that's a dog that we see that's won quite a bit. So she had a nice dog to show, and, and sounds like she did a great job. Good enough to get the uh, – you know, here again, it doesn't. it's not just the dog. You know, we talked about this on an on a episode uh, – couple episodes ago about you know working on your dog at home doing your homework before you come to the nationals you know but uh it's you're going to get judged on more than just the dog your handling skills as well so it sounds like brooke did an excellent job with a nice dog uh colton rorvik uh placed second in this class with uh confirmation champion grand champion wabash river lost highway a red bone owned by andy emery and keith emery and curtis elburn and nikki elburn yeah, and Nathan Eberly uh, got ended up getting third place in the eleven year olds. A really strong eleven year old uh, uh, age group as well. And he was handling Abby McCorkle and a- Ava Newcomb's 
CMHC's Late Night Disaster Plot Hound. Yeah, there's uh, it's kind of cool. Ava Newcomb is is one that just kind of graduated from the youth uh, youth events or whatever. She's uh, aged out now, but uh, kind of cool that uh, some other kids are showing some of her dogs. So, yeah, congratulations to the 11-year-old class, Brooke, uh, Colton, and Nathan. Yeah, and 12-year-olds, our last uh, junior division uh, first place was Aubrey Olinger. Aubrey is out of Ohio, and she was showing her dad uh, Brian's Olinger's Cornerstone Scout Hound. Second place was Leah Penny handling uh, Big Swamp Maggie. That's a treeing walker owned by Leah Penny of uh, North Carolina. And then rounding out the 12-year-olds in third place was Riley Loveland, all the way from Oklahoma, handling uh, Confirmation Champion, Grand Champion 2, by faith, Razor Ridge Tough. Yeah, there's a... Uh, those are the older kids in the junior division, 12-year-olds. Next year, those kids will be showing in the senior division. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, congratulations, Aubrey, uh, Lee, and uh, Riley. One of the toughest tasks of the whole weekend is after the, uh, the junior division here is rounding back up the six, seven, eight-year-olds and trying to get them back in yeah. the ring a second time. <laughs> yeah. So they're probably out somewhere <laughs> playing. And That's yeah. right. The yeah. one, uh, I think it was the seven-year-old winner, Bryson Rhodes. I mentioned he's from West Virginia. Yeah. And, and Jamie Eastep, he, he tells me all the time that you got to watch him. He'll be he'll be running around and the shirt is off as soon as he's out of sight. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I've called him all in and I see that Bryson's, Bryson's not here. So I skip him and I go all the way through the 12-year-olds. And then uh, here comes Bryce running, uh, no no shirt on, grabs his dog and heads right in the ring. He was come straight from playing straight into the <laughs> yeah. ring. So, but uh, we yeah. we brought back our age our eight age class winners and we crowned our junior division youth national champion right there after we got done with the twelve year old class. And uh, the winner was Brooke Bally of Toma, Wisconsin, our eleven year old winner. Um, for her win, Brooke received a national championship trophy an embroidered jacket that we're going to get to her. Uh, she got a wired dog crate with a customized cover that uh, kind of detailed her winning this yeah. year. Yeah. A $50 Cabela's gift card that was sponsored by the Kentucky Houndsman Association and a Yukonuba dog blanket. So she got a good, nice little prize package there, and uh, she was super happy. She was uh, she was a blast to be around. Yeah. She's a promising young lady in our sport. And junior national champion is what she'll forever have that title. Good for her. Absolutely. And I had a chance to sit down with her there after the show was over a little bit. And uh, she did a great interview. And I sure hope you enjoy this interview here with Brooke Bally, our junior national champion. All righty, everyone. This is Trevor. I'm sitting here on Saturday afternoon at the 2023 Youth Nationals. And we just concluded our bench show and uh, named a couple national champions. And I'm lucky enough to have one here sitting with me. And that is our junior division national champion, Brooke Bally uh, from Wisconsin. How you doing, Brooke? Good. Good. So, Brooke, uh, how old are you? Eleven. Eleven years old, and you're from uh, uh, Wisconsin. What part of Wisconsin are you from? Toma. Toma, Wisconsin. Okay. And uh, how long have you been doing the whole coonhound thing? Six months, maybe more. I got you. So you're kind of uh, kind of new to it. Started just showing recently. Yes. How are you liking it so far? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're kind of, uh, I've seen you a lot recently. You're kind of running around with uh, Megan O'Connor to a lot of the major youth events around and showing some dogs. Yes. Yeah. So today you were showing uh, Skyline Stay in Your Lane. Is that one that you've been showing a lot here this year? No, he stays over with Beth Jinkski and Matt. I don't remember. Beth Jenkins and Matt Cruz? Yes. Maybe on the East Coast? Okay. So you're not too familiar with this dog then? No. I got you. So what made you show him today? So he... He works a lot better for me than another one I've been showing, which is Spot. Spot is lovely. I love him, but since Lane isn't getting to show much, 
is like this is like my last chance to show him I wanted to show him because I like him and it was basically my last chance for a pretty long while I got you I got you well hey that makes sense he's he looked really good out here it was kind of a tough day it was pretty hot out wasn't it yes yeah was that probably the hardest part was standing around and waiting and then out there in the heat Yes, it's waiting in the heat and then having to do working with the dog. It's hard to work with the dog in this kind of heat because the dog wants to move its feet on, around the bench trying to find the coolest spot on the bench because the bench is really hot. Yeah, and this, this show in particular is less about the dog and a lot about the, uh, the sportsman of the kid, uh, the showmanship aspect of the kid. So uh, according to the judge, Kayla Cooper, you know, sh you kept your cool. You were able to answer a lot of her questions and you show great sportsmanship. Uh, so those are all uh, key things. Uh, I talked to, I guess, your mom. Is that your mom out there with uh, with Megan? Yes. Okay. So they all came down all the way from Wisconsin to, to watch a show, and uh, they said that all the way down here they, they were quizzing you and, and working on the anatomy of the dogs and some bench show rules and stuff like that? Yes. Did you feel pretty confident coming in with your knowledge of all that stuff? I was still a little scared because this is a big deal, and I've only been showing for how long. Right, yeah. Yeah, this is a, a big win. A lot of people go for this, and it's not very many people have won it, you know, so uh, it's a big deal to do it. So, um, And then also the sportsmanship aspect of it. Uh, that has to feel pretty good for a judge to commend you on your sportsmanship and congratulating people and, and helping them and all that good stuff, right? Well, it makes people feel better about themselves. It makes them think that next year they probably have a better chance and that they keep on trying and trying to get or level up and keep their sportsmanship where they don't get mad and angry if they don't win. Yeah, sure. Well, hey, this is a big win. Junior national champion now. is. Uh, you think you're kind of hooked on the Coonhounds for, for now? Yeah, I don't think I'm leaving the Coonhounds for a good uh, 20 or 40, maybe even 50 years. <laughs> Very good. We need We need more like you, Brooke. This has been a fun interview. I appreciate you coming and sitting down with me. I know you're excited. we got to go get pictures taken and uh, get all your congratulations, but I appreciate you talking to me, and congratulations again on your big win. Thank you. Hey, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Brooke. wouldn't surprise me if she won something, some, some more big shows uh, in the future. Uh, so let's move on to our, our senior division, starting out with our 13-year-olds. Um, our winner of our 13-year-old is one that uh, is no surprise. That was Miss Jordan Brooks of Virginia. She was handling her brother's dog, uh, Jacob's dog, Sideshow Bobby Sue. Yeah, congratulations, Jordan. First place there. The second place was Wyatt Rorvik handling Grand Champion 2PR Wabash River Marlboro Red, uh, owned by uh, his Aunt Andy Emery in North Carolina. Looks like he had to share red there with uh, with his little brother, Owen, I think it was, in the junior division. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but you can do that here. A little double duty. Yeah. yeah. And uh, third place in the 13-year-olds was Veda Asher. She was handling uh, WBC Canyon Creek Tammy that Abigail and Stephanie, uh, Abigail, Stephanie, and Ambriana Wire own in West Virginia. Also has the late Steve Randolph's name on this dog. So Yeah, so there's a there's a good little class, a 13-year-old uh, and those are going to be some good handlers, too. They already are. Yeah. I know Jordan, uh, Wyatt, and I don't know Veda, I guess. But, uh, yeah, there's going to be a good good age class right there. Congratulations, Jordan, Wyatt, and Veda. Good job. 14-year-olds. Um, Mr. Aiden Mitchell ended up bringing home first place in the 14-year-olds, and he was handling Hannah Cable's dog, a fellow youth dog uh, named Cherry Creek Doubt Me Now, Trian Walker. Yeah, second, yeah, second place is Jacob uh, Whitelock handling confirmation champion, grand champion, Hall of Fame, Rockin' W's Rock On, 
a blue tick owned by Angela Cable and Jackson Cable of Indiana. And rounding out the 14-year-olds in third place was Lakin Renfro, all the way from Arkansas, handling her brother Hayden's A&R's American Littlefoot, black and tan. Yeah, congratulations to all three of those. You know, Aiden Mitchell, he hunts in a lot of different events. He's, he's and any, I think he goes probably to as many or as, as many night hunts as any youth his age right now. Yep. He's very into it, and it doesn't matter if, if it's coon hunts, showing, hunting, or what have you. He's at all the squirrel hunts. He comes to our squirrel events, and, and a good kid. He's got a, a good family, surrounded by good family, and he gets a hold of good dogs to hunt, and good for him. Here he is in the show winning the 14-year-old uh, age class. Absolutely. Congratulations to all three of them, Aiden, Jacob, and Lakin. First place in our 15-year-old division was Cameron Warner. Uh, he was handling a, a leopard hound out of West Virginia owned by Paisley Warner and Abby McCorkle uh, named Gregory's Princess Bella. Yeah, there you go. Second place went to Hayden Bartram with confirmation champion, grand champion, Thunderstruck Midnight uh, Marsupial. That's an English hound owned by Kevin Minton of Missouri. And rounding out the 15-year-olds was Jocelyn Renfro uh, from Arkansas handling A&R's American Lookout Lucille, a black and tan that she owns. There you go. A leopard, an English, and a black and tan. There's congratulations to Cameron, Hayden, and Jocelyn. 15-year-old class. Our 16-year-old winner, our 16-year-old first place winner was a, a past overall national champion. That was Hannah Cable. She was handling her hound, uh, confirmation champion, grand champion hall of fame, the Midnight Gambler. It's a dog that she's won a lot with over the years here. 16-year-old class. Second was Jacob Brooks uh, handling uh, PR Wills Mountain Dusty Roads. That's an English owned by Jacob from uh, Virginia. I asked Jacob, how do you choose which, uh, you know, you got a few good dogs. How do you choose which one you show? He said, well, how it works is Jordan picks which dog she wants to show first, and then I get to choose from the leftovers. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why you see Jordan showing Bobby yeah. Sue, I guess, and he, he's showing Dusty Rose, but they're both really nice dogs. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, he, yeah. we had to give Jordan a little bit of a hard time because yeah. she always gets first dibs, I guess. Yeah. Uh, third place in the 16-year-olds, Mackenzie Crum handling uh, – Water champion, field champion, hop races, champion, ringer three, Laurel Valley, loose cannon. Ryan McMurray from Ohio owns this this dog. Yeah, 16-year-old class. And now you said there was that was one of the bigger classes. I don't know how many kids were in it, but I know there was a there was a couple other good handlers in it that didn't even place in the top three. But this we, we talked about this a little bit here this week uh, as kind of a, a, a class of just tough handlers here. Hannah is just – you watch Hannah show dogs you – know, Man, I don't know. There's she could beat a lot of adults in the sure. uh, in the handling department of handling dogs. Uh, just her way of handling dogs, showing dogs, presenting them is just uh, she's just so good at it. Right. Uh, and then you've got Jacob Brooks. You know, I've hey, seen him win English days. Oh, he's won so much. You know, there's another good though. handler. And then you have uh, Mackenzie Crum. You know, I uh, Ashley Weber, uh, uh, Abby Weber was in that class as well. And and I don't know who else, you know, but there's that's a class of uh, just some awesome handlers in it. You know, that's so a, uh, that's the next big group where you're going to see oh, them just yeah. kind of take over the major events. You know, so and, you'll and, see some uh, Autumn Oaks world champions come from this group. I'd yeah. Say. You know, and they've got one more year of this group here, but that's a very competitive uh, group right there, just of those individuals. And, you know, it's, I, I don't know, I don't know if that's good or bad, you know, but comp, good competition is really good. But this is just, uh, that's just above average right there. Those are some great handling kids right there. You know what they say, iron sharp, uh, sharpens iron. And uh, yep. I think being in a competitive age class at Youth Nationals just kind of might light a fire under yep. you. And it's, I'd say if, 
if uh, you know Hannah won that, it, nothing's going to deter her from working hard. But those other people that got a little chip on their shoulder this year, yeah, next year is going to be even tougher. Yeah, it's just just because you're good and you know older and good, you're also going to be up against some that are older and good. You know, and this class is certainly one of them for sure. Yeah, uh, Seth, can, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Congratulations. I just want to say congratulations to all of those. That was a tough class, obviously. It's one that I noticed just from knowing several of them being uh, so good, you know, as handlers, Hannah, Jacob, and Mackenzie. Good job. Yeah. And uh, there wasn't much a drop. I mean, there's no drop off in the 17 year olds as well. I mean, yeah. uh, there were six entries in the 17 year old uh, division. And when I was watching, uh, I kind of was. I was thinking to myself, I'm glad Kayla's judging this and not me because <laughs> tough. I mean, I couldn't have I couldn't have chosen the three, I guess, without being out there and maybe asking some questions. But that's when you see Kayla and, and a judge. Uh, maybe all the handlers they, they didn't make any mistakes gating. They're they're stacking their dogs really well. Maybe that's whenever some of the questions she's asking you it becomes really important as a as a tiebreaker or you know if she's going back and forth on a dog and where you're positioning yourself and. And how you're interacting with your dog and 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 things like that becomes and a having, big deal. And having your dog ready when your class is called to be there, ready to go, and when your dog is called, that you are there, not when they're looking for you out in the crowd or you're still sitting over here. You know, a lot of little things are going to be might be nitpicking. You know, as they should. Right. Absolutely. You know, so, yeah. Um, our first place in our 17-year-old division, Hunter Shiflet. He was handling champion Rockin' W's Look at Me, a blue tick that Whitney Killow and Hunter own. Um, Hunters from Virginia. Yeah. Second place was Abby Sparks handling uh, uh, Redbone, Wabash River, Lost Highway. That's confirmation champion, grand champion, uh, owned by uh, her aunt, uh, Andy Emery of uh, North Carolina, and her grandfather, Curtis, and her mom, Nikki. And rounding out uh, third place, uh, Chloe Gibson. Uh, Chloe lives over in Missouri, and she was handling her own dog that she co-owns with Misty Yarrington. Named CNM's Outlaw Della Rose, a black and tan that actually she won Queen of uh, Black and Tan Days with this year. So talk about another tough division here. Yeah, so blue a blue ticket, Redbone, and a black and tan in that division. But yeah, you know Hunter Shiflet. I don't. I've seen him a couple times now, but I've I've heard he's just an excellent handler. You know, and uh, and yeah, he wins the seventeen year old age class and uh, wins the last class. You know, before going out aging out. So I'm sure this was a uh, a nationals for him to remember but yeah we talked we we kind of highlighted the 16 year old class but here again like you said these are these uh kids in the 17 year old class are pretty doggone tough as well yeah um we you and i all of us we'd have any a lot of adults would have a hard time keeping up with some of these kids oh, and you know it's yeah. it's uh i have a little more age on than you do but back, you know 20 30 years ago we didn't see kids this this age that had that were this good right and I think a lot of it has to do with with these uh, youth events that they have the opportunity to uh, to hone their skills and things like that. And you know what? It's just a perfect example of give them the platform to do it and watch what they can do. Yeah, that's pretty amazing is what some of these kids yeah. have done. I chuckle a little bit. You're talking about how how we would even do right now. And some oh, there's no way I'm getting a ribbon in, in most of these age classes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going in empty. Maybe I'm leaving empty. Where was that six year old? Where is that? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, but like you mentioned, we brought back the five, the, the 13 through 17 age tell class your winners. Dad too. Hey, I knew I had this one covered. <laughs> this one locked up. Yeah. Uh, the six-year-old has nothing on me. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding, of course. We got to give him a hard time for that. Yeah, that's that's it's funny. kind of like that one time. That. I remember I've told you the story about Autumn Oaks on Sunday morning and that we're getting way sideways here, but. 
uh, this young boy coming up there with his dad wins a, wins a placement or something. He's coming up there fist pumping, you know, and doing that, walking up there across the stage, right. you know, just pumped up. That's so good to see. Right? Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, but like you said, uh, we brought back the 13 through 17 year old winners and, uh, it was stacked. I mean, it was absolutely stacked. Um, I think Ben Sheets from True Talking Media, he was oh, there yeah. doing our, uh, yeah. our pictures and he went out in the field a few times, but he was taking pictures of the show there. And I think, uh, before we brought the dogs in, I think he said to Kayla, Hey, if you could maybe give me some indication of who you're going to pick so yeah. I can get like a reaction photo. Yeah. And, uh, she kind of called him over there. I think when she was doing her last look over and was like she was asking him she she was he was like well who are you thinking she's like i don't know who you think <laughs> he's like hey this is your job you got to pick this but no okay yeah. Kayla probably knew but just yeah. trying to say yeah. it's a tough class it yeah. was a tough decision and, yeah. and pretty hard and like you said Hunter Shiflet of Rutgersville Virginia ended up winning the whole thing um in his interview you're going to find out he turns 18 in August so he was right here uh, just right here at the end and he got his uh, uh senior national championship and with it he got National Championship trophy, an embroidered jacket, wired dog crate with a customized cover, a $50 Cabela's gift card by the, from the Kentucky Houndsman Association, and a Yukonuba dog blanket. And uh, had a chance to talk to Hunter. I had to pry him away from everybody congratulating him. I mean, there was an uproar when they picked him. He's a Everybody likes him. He gets along with everybody. That's awesome. Had yeah. to pry him away from all of his all of his fans and his congratulations for the yeah. interview. But I sure hope you guys enjoy this interview with Hunter Shiflett, our senior division national champion. All right, guys, I'm back here with our senior division bench show national champion, Mr. Hunter Shiflett. Hunter, how you doing, bud? Doing great. How about yourself? Doing good, doing good. Hey, where are you from, Hunter? Rockersville, Virginia. So how, how about how far did you come here? It's uh, right at eight hours here. Eight hours. So I, so I guess the word around is you were kind of uh, slow playing everybody, telling them you weren't coming, and then you ended up uh, sneaking up and surprising everybody? Yes, sir. <laughs> What you just you just didn't want to didn't want to uh, give them any secrets or tips, huh? Well, me and me and another competitor were close friends, and she wanted me here, and I just kept worrying her, and she kept begging. I think she stayed on that phone an hour begging me to come. And she said that it was an hour of her life wasted because I was coming the whole time, but she didn't know that. Yeah, you're talking about Hannah, and you two just squared off and got. Did you get? Did you guys get first and second? Um, I think it was just. Oh, that's overall. that's right. Sorry, you guys, you both win your age class, and yeah. you were there in the overall showing against each other. Yeah, sorry about that. So uh, let's talk a little bit about your dog, uh, Hunter. You showed uh, uh, Rockin' W's Luke at me. Is that right? Yes, sir. So uh, tell us a little bit about. You call him Luke. I call him Luke. Yes. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about him. Uh, I got him from Whitney Kilo at a cabin, Arkansas. Um, she sent him home with me at the Winter Classic this year. I've been begging her for. Ever since I got my first dog from Whitney, uh, begging her to give him to me. And finally, on the way to the Winter Classic, she told me, she asked if I had room to take him home, and I did. And <laughs> it was like, I was really happy that day, and then he went to win Best Male Show there. So, and that just kicked everything off. That's a pretty good start, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah, so you, you've had him since February, and now we're here in July. So, have you have you, you guys become good buddies, yes, and his show pretty good for you? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, either in the house or in the kennel you never know he's on the place he's a great dog around the house and yeah well hey let's talk about you a little bit when, how long have you been doing this the whole coon hound and the bench show specifically type been of deal showing for right at three years good i know i've seen you in the uh at a bunch of these youth shows and and major events all over showing um i guess it's something that you kind of really grown to like huh yes sir yeah we do a lot of travel yeah definitely do a lot of traveling and uh 
I don't know. Uh, blue ticks, is that kind of your thing now? Yeah. I've seen you show a few different breeds, but is blue ticks kind of the ticks one is, you like? Blue ticks is my, that's where my heart is. Uh, I do have one plot, and I show him and do water races and stuff with him. So what you're saying is the Woodwards are they're out of luck with you being a plot dog man. <laughs> no, I'm, they they're trying. <laughs> I do have one, uh, but the hearts with the blue ticks. Yeah. So you've won a lot of big youth shows, but uh, this one here, this is the first time you've ever won youth nationals. Yes, Was it a goal of yours? Is it something you've been working towards? And what what does the win mean to you? It means a lot. Uh, we've done we've done a lot of traveling, and this is one show I always wanted to win, and just to see everything come together. It's feels good absolutely absolutely well hey this is kind of a a challenging to challenging day me and you were sitting in here in the air-conditioned truck because man that was a long show it was a hot show uh the weather channel is telling us that it's 81 degrees but it feels like 100 out there <laughs> what, what do you think did that did that present some challenges for you guys out there it did uh just sweat running off me and i could tell the dog was hot and just he pushed through it and he's he'll do anything i ask him to do he's He's out there to please me, and he he did his job. Yeah, were you here? Were you, were you here for the seminar today? I was. Yes. Yeah. Did you kind of enjoy Kayla Cooper's seminar and stuff? That was probably one of the best seminars we've been to. Uh, Kayla did a outstanding job. Yeah, absolutely. I thought she did a good job, and and I guess she probably talked a lot, a lot about a lot of stuff in the seminar that she probably quizzed you guys during the show, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. A lot of her questions she answered in the seminar, so. It paid, paid, it paid attention. to come out, huh? Yeah. If you paid attention, most of it should have been just repeating it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, hey, I don't want to take up too much time. I know we got pictures to take. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to do. You got a bunch of people out here waiting to congratulate you. Uh, but I wanted to pull you aside for a second, and I want to tell you congratulations, and I hope you stay with it, and, uh, and you got a lot more big wins in your future, I'm sure of it. Thank you. Well, how'd you think that, that interview with Honor? Hey, that was good. an excellent interview. Yeah. Good good for him. Congratulations, man. What a way to go out this year. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Went out with a bang. Yeah, sure did. And good job on his part. And, you know, you mentioned the picture that they took of his win picture right after they selected him. Uh, it just speaks for itself. They're a happy kid. Absolutely. That happy makes it all kid worth it, happy it? with his dog. That makes everything worth it. Yeah. Um, before we, uh, before, we're getting close to our to our conclusion here, but we got a few more things to point out. I wanted to talk about the raffles that they did. Um, you know, I, I, we brought some leashes, and we used to buy everything, but now the handler or the the host clubs have just taken off and run with this lately. And uh, and this year uh, was no different. I came in that first day on Thursday to set up, and it was just there was tables just full of stuff already that had been donated from from places. And not, I mean, they had leashes, they had. Uh, collars. They had dog bowls. They had stopwatches. They had you know show leads. Yeah. They had lights. They had uh, tracking collars. Uh, they had you know they had some uh, show benches. Two show benches. So man, it was just a, a bunch of stuff. And every kid was able to get something over the course of the weekend. And and there was some left over to just some water bottles and stuff left over that kids could just grab on their way out. But yeah. There, we did it all on Saturday. Uh, we didn't we didn't do the Friday night hunt. We did uh, Saturday bench show and night hunt. They had two different raffles. Uh, we drew out uh, cards or uh, tickets before the bench show and before the draw the night hunt draw that night. So there was two different opportunities for kids, and uh, they kind of separated and divvied it up. So um, by by the way it went. But I wanted to give a shout out to those who donated items. Uh, the host club gave for me this sure. list Absolutely. of list Absolutely. of people who donated items for the raffle. Uh, we have B and B kennels. T&T Feed and Seed, the Kentucky Houndsman Association, B&K Hunting Supply, Prime Time Hunting Supply, 
Mountain Valley Hunting Supply, Rock Creek Kennels, The McKay Family, Bernard Girdley, Conkey's Outdoors, and the Carolina Coon Hunter Supply. All donated something uh, to this raffle. Cannot thank each one of them enough. Sure do appreciate all the all of their uh, the items that they donated for sure. We talked a lot about Spotlight Series and the winners of that back on episode 57. Right. So uh, if you want to know anything about that. But we did have that presentation. I thought it went really well on uh, 3 p.m. At 3 p.m. on Saturday between the seminar and whenever we did the bench show deadline. Uh, we had a really good crowd in there. There was a lot of rounds of applause and kids coming up, and uh, it was a great little presentation. And uh, it's a good place to do it too. Perfect. Yeah, I yep. remember the very first one we had, and and I remember a couple of those winners, and it was fun to do. Yeah, fun one to do. So yeah, congratulations to each one of those. Episode fifty-seven, I think, is when we uh, talked to, highlighted all those spotlight winners. That's right. Yep. Just to just to give them one more uh, recognition: Jolin Beachy, Bryson Rhodes, Abby Weber, and Paisley Warner. Those were our four big spotlight series winners this past year. The next year is already underway. Points are already being tallied, yeah. so you better get out there and get get the hunting and showing. Yep. yep. Cool. And just some final thoughts. Uh, uh, we I've uh, kept it all the way here to the end, but I got to give a huge shout out to the North Central Kentucky Coon Hunters Club there in Elizabethtown. Um, they wanted something, you know. They want to they want to throw their club in their in their their hat in the ring for some major events, and this is a great jumping off point point for clubs. And we've talked about this some, and I think you probably told me this back in 2019 in my first one. This is one that's not a huge moneymaker for a club. You know, a lot goes into it. A lot of people volunteering for this. That's right. Um, But, man, does it pay. It pays out in other ways. And I think everybody there at the club um, did a great job. Um, They were all excited. They were all there. That's huge for me. You know, uh, after deadlines were over, uh, Mark Brockman is who I worked most closely with for as far as being our our, uh, guide and judge coordinator. He was up there with his list as soon as uh, we got cash drawn. We assigned them on there. We were ready to draw cast at, uh, you know, 7.30 after a 7 o'clock deadline, and it, it was really quick and efficient. And what I love the most is when I'm out there calling cast, when I'm calling the judge in God's name, they're there they're to there. get the kids. Yeah. It's not to wait until the, he'll, they'll be here at 9.30 or yeah. something. They're there on site to take the kids. That's just some comfort. It just it gives some comfort to me. I know it does the kids in that case. It just, it just so much better organized that way, too, and it's, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I'm going to mention a few names here about people who were there all weekend working their, their hind, hind ends off, and but who also I've been dealing with leading up to the event, at, seeing them different places and kind of, you know, getting a feel for it and what they needed and what we needed from them. Uh, Mark Brockman, like I said, uh, Duncan and his dad, Neil Brothers, were there working the kitchen, I think, the entire time. I'm not sure that they ever left the building. Um, Larry and Brian Strebel, uh, mainstays in that club for, for many, many years. And of course, Butch Glass, who's kind of synonymous with that club. Yeah. I, know. I think I've mentioned his name a lot. That's somebody I've worked with quite a bit over the years since I've worked up here. And Butch has always been a good guy to work with. And, you know, he was the president of that club for a long time and just a great club. Uh, guides and judges. Uh, these are all basically non-hunting guides and judges. It's like you said, they're not getting paid for this. This is all volunteer based. They all took time out of their weekend to come and, and support the club and UKC and, and most importantly to support the youth. So I'm going to name out some names that were the guides and judges for the weekend. Uh, Mark Brockman, Joe Lukey, Andrew Bean, Wade Clopton, Billy Avery, Joe Blanton, Ryan Cecil, Jesse Luttrell, TJ Skaggs, Butch Glass, Bradley Huckleby, Brian Strebel, Don, Daniel Donahue, Jonathan Maynard, Matt Ross, Danny Davis, Eddie Van Huss, James Cadigan, Fred Frost, 
Dalton Stearman, River Blanton, and Charlie Houck all appreciate you. Yep, and they probably worked not just one night. Probably most of them worked on both nights or helped out both nights. So, Absolutely. That's what it, it takes. It takes a village to put on an event like this and volunteers. And like, it, like I said, it's not uh, – it's uh, nobody's making any money here and it's not about that at all nobody the club nobody ukc nobody it's about putting on a good event for the youth and you know todd kellum has always said this if you've taken something from this sport you should it is should be your responsibility you should be accountable to give something back one of the ways you can give back is help out at a youth event whether it's uh whether you have an opportunity here like at a major youth event or even just your local clubs but uh a good way to contribute and give back to your sport for sure and we appreciate each and every one of them yeah. on a bigger picture scale not only was the club really excited and invested in it but you could tell that the the city of elizabethtown was the mayor was there at 4 p.m on on saturday and he he made a little speech before the show got started appreciate him being there and also the state was invested you know the kentucky houndsman association was there represented by doug johnson and made a ton of contributions to the event and the local DNR was there both days as well uh, to answer any questions or to just be there, you know, to support. And that means a lot. That means uh, that means a lot to, to, to UKC. It means a lot to the people there in attendance, I believe. Yeah, and just to have the, the state association that you mentioned there, Doug and them, you know, you and I know Doug, and he's been to a lot of our events, and we certainly appreciate everything Doug does for, and their, their association does for Kentuckians, hunters in Kentucky, the dog world, and 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 any events that come to the state of Kentucky and outside of that as well. But, uh, man, thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And just some final numbers here. You know, we talked about our entry numbers each day, uh, which was hundred basically 150 entries over the three events, 53, 53, and 46. Uh, but that was – I kind of made a list of all the different kids and where they were from and their ages and that stuff. Ended up being 90 different kids that entered into at least one of the three events. Most of them entered multiple events or a lot of them entered all three events. Um, 56 boys and 34 girls were there. We're talking about total. Uh, 15 states were represented all the way from five-year-olds through 17-year-olds. Um, and I have just one word here to kind of summarize everything, and it's just rejuvenated. I talked about it at the beginning. Um, I, I, You know, you're stressed going in. I'm always stressed going into an event. You know, I'm looking forward to it, but I know there's things that got to be done. You know, me and Nicole were down there, and there's a, there's a lot of work to be done. Um, and, and there's not much free time. Uh, you got basically task on ta on top of task on top of task. And when I pulled out on a Sunday morning, you know, I was just elated at how the yeah. weekend went and just, just on cloud nine, really, it was a, it was a great weekend. So I appreciate everybody tuning into this week's episode. Um, like I said, if you want full results, you can go to our forums. We have the results there. Go to our website at ukcdogs.com for a clean version of our results. Um, and then the all the stuff on Smoke Mug. Um, you can go look at the pictures, uh, not only the wind pictures, but the candidates. There's some great candidates uh, from, you know, all during the day, them playing outside, the show, the seminar, and then a couple of pictures from the night hunt that Ben Sheets did for us. So go check everything out, and uh, we sure appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you for listening to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast. Be sure to give us a follow so you don't miss any of our new episodes or content.